You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Are you a diehard comic book collector? Or maybe a lapsed fan? Maybe even someone who has never picked up a comic book in their life. Hi, I'm Remso Martinez. And I'm Mark Clare. Every single Wednesday at the Second Print Comics Podcast, Remzo and I take a deep dive into the storylines, character arcs, moments, and events that made us the fans we are today. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever else podcasts are available. Check out more from the Second Print Comics Podcast at secondprintcomics.com. You're on the run with Remzo W. Martinez. Little, little behind the scenes stuff for you because uh, I, I feel the need to talk about it. Thought this would be a good way to open the show. I've tried to start this episode, tried to start this recording twice. I'm doing it in a, in, you know, pretty late. Should be probably asleep by now. Uh, just had dinner and I feel like each time I'm like really in the zone. I always have to use the bathroom. So I sat down like 10 minutes ago. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Time to go. Hit hit play. I listen to the intro music to kind of jazz myself up a little bit, you know, get a little rumble in the jungle going on. And then I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I got to go. And then I come back down. And then it's like, ah, oh, am I really good? Then I go back up. And then I come downstairs. And now I just feel, you know, like, ah, I'm kind of tired. I want some I want a warm glass of milk. I want to take a nap. So these monologues, what I try and do, what I try and do is I try and get a lot of these done at once. Because the thing is, the smart person, the smarter podcaster, would try and set out a schedule for how he's going to do his monologues. What I do is I try and binge everything all at once. Because when I'm in the zone, I'm in the zone. So I'm like, you know, I want to knock out five. And then there are other days where I'm like, I don't want to talk to anyone, including myself. But, uh, you know... What we've been doing recently is we've been doing some reaction videos. The first one we did was at the beginning of the year. It was uh, a reaction to Ryan Holiday's video about would you pay a stranger's electric bill. And then we did one a few weeks ago that some of you called clickbait because it had Chris Evans, Captain America in the title. And it was about a video he did where um, I was reacting to some statements he made about how he deals with anxiety and depression. And I've enjoyed doing those. I like giving my thoughts, my two cents, applying things to myself find the criticisms here and there and you've all liked it because those downloads go like way up like it's a it's a thing that you can't ignore so i thought hey what might as well might as well do another one try and get a little bit more out there this is from one of my favorite youtube channels yes theory uh this is from a couple years ago so back when there were no masks no vaccines no none of that craziness you know in the da, 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 the before times the before times we could do fun stuff and uh this is one of their hosts who basically went on Bumble and he tried to find a date, but the challenge was he wanted to see if his date would go on a trip around the world with him. And uh, I saw this, I watched the video, and I'm like, oh, this is some crazy stuff. And, you know, it's a, it's an interesting video. It covers a lot of things. It covers travel, it covers it covers dating, it covers some of the crazy stuff with, uh, you know, internet content creator culture. Here I am doing the world's laziest travel show where I'm talking about other people's adventures every so often my own. But I thought this would be a, a good one to kind of break down because it's a short one 
we'll extend it for obvious reasons, but, uh, you know, I want to get, I want to get your feedback. Do you like these reaction videos? Maybe one day we will actually do this in video mode. So that way you can watch along with me, see my mug that a nice gentleman once said was a face made for radio. Maybe we'll do these in videos, but for now, sit back, relax, and we're going to go ahead and get started right now. What if somebody messaged you on a dating app asking, I know we've never met, but how would you feel about dropping everything you've got going on this week to go on a crazy adventure together in 48 hours across the world? See, there's two things Amar does extremely well. Yeah, just just right from the bat, like straight head on immediate Nigerian prince scheme. I mean, listen, we, we've had enough women on this show. I've had enough, uh, you know, woke feminist episodes where I have uh, forced myself to listen to the opinions of women. And you don't even have to be like a solid 10 and people are being creeps on the Internet. That's the that's the thing I will give to women. You're more likely to encounter weird shit on the Internet. So if I were a chick and I found this on a dating site of all things, I'd be like, this is totally a scam. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm worse. Worst case scenario is going to be identity theft uh, on the far end of this scenario it's going to be human trafficking or murder. But what, what, what do I know? And he's strangers to go on crazy adventures and organizing dates. But so far, the dates Amar has organized have always been for others. So today, it's time for that to change. While on Bumble a few months ago, he found the perfect opportunity to ask a stranger to go on the most spontaneous adventure of their lives. I'll be straight with you. Like, I have no clue what Bumble is. Well, I, I kind of do. Like, like, here's the thing. Some people say it's a... It's a site for like people to meet friends and others say it's a dating site. And I guess you could do one or the other back in my day, back in my day, it was either like Tinder or you went on one of the obscure, like, uh, you know, dating sites, like plenty of fish in the sea or okay. Cupid. I, I, you know, I, I did. Okay. Cupid just test that. I got a date. It was a nice date. Obviously I didn't go anywhere very long, but like you've got so many of these and like, it used to be pretty on the nose. If I saw Bumble, like I wouldn't know what the hell it was. Um, you know, somebody had to explain to me what grinder was and maybe I should have, uh, maybe I should have really, you know, seen that one for face value, but it's like, you know, everything has to be like a word. It's like Tumblr, Twitter. It's like, you know, Facebook now seems old. You have everyone going to go mines parlor for like social media. And now, you know, it's like, you've got match match, you know, that's a bit more like it, you know, it's, it's catchy. It's one word, but it's like, you know what it is. Then there's e-harmony. It's got two, you know, two things on there. It's got the E and then it's got harmony. So it's like these, these kids, I, I don't know. I don't know where they're finding all this stuff. And even then it's like, you know, back then, back in the day, it used to be like people made fun of people on the internet. Luckily the, the beautiful girl who's been my girlfriend for six years, I met her in the real world, you know, in the, in the three dimensional space, we met at a costume party. I might talk about that later, but like, you know, now it's like every, you know, every, every, not even millennials, like Gen Zers and stuff like they're all on these different apps and, you know, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I saw the charts, they're not even having sex anymore. So I don't know what's, what's going on down there. Okay. So this is what happened. I matched with the girl in Bumble. I have this pretty crazy idea where I would ask her to go on a, like, a trip across the world on a first date. On what? Like on a first date. Uh, first what if I've, I've like organized dates for you guys that have been like third really so fucking hard that I feel like now it's my fucking time to go on an epic date. Yes! 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 Y
sent her my number on Bumble and she texted me. So now I'm at the point where I'm about to go into stage two of my ask and ask her to meet up. I want to ask you what I want to ask you on camera. What's right. your name? Her name is Dali. What's your ah. name? This is so weird. Yeah. This is the weirdest way to meet with someone. Okay, now, is it weird because you met a stranger online? Well, I mean, is it is it even really a stranger if everyone is on the site for the same reasons? It's not like people like on LinkedIn right now. Apparently, a few a few colleagues of mine have said that people have tried to hit on them and ask them out on LinkedIn, which is like, you know, the 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 water cooler coffee break of of internet sites to go and try and hook up with someone. But maybe it's because of the camera. I don't know if I if I'm a person listening to this, or even if a woman was like, "Yeah, you know, I want I want I want to ask you something, but I want to do it on camera, and can we meet up in person?" I'd be like, "This is a this is a little bit Nigerian prince scammy feeling." I'm I don't know. People people be weird. Have you ever met this person before? But I promise. It is it is intense. It's been five minutes. No response. It's always the struggles. <laughs> Culturally, this wouldn't be like very appropriate for me to display that part of my life, but my intention is to do this in the context of like friendship and just getting to know an awesome spontaneous girl who's down for like adventure like that. She's just responding. As long as it's nothing illegal, it has to do with snakes. Yes. Thank you. Okay, two things. One, uh, you know, in the context of friendship and everything else, well, obviously you want to be a nice guy, and you're you're obviously asking a lot. So, you know, to to make to make her know that it's not gonna be like you know a quick hookup scheme. Uh, that's one thing. But I think it's so funny. Like in the context of friendship, you know, down down to be friends. It's like you know, back in my day, we used to say DTF down to fuck. Now it's like down to friend zone. So. This is this is the weird thing. It's like no one just asks people to go on dates anymore. I even see this with millennials. It's always hang out. You know, can we hang out? Do you, do you want to hang out? You know, do do you like me? They don't even they don't even go that far. It's like, hey, you want you want to hang out with some friends and we'll see what happens. It's like, no, if you like someone, just freaking ask them out. If you're if you're interested in somebody, if you're on this app of all things, go ahead and just just be straight up. It's like, hey, you look interesting. I look interesting. You're, you're looking for somebody. I'm looking for someone. Are you DTF? in like the real sense or not, or maybe don't lead with that because that, that is kind of creepy. Oh, and, and secondly, who are these women who just like to spontaneously go on trips with strangers they've ever met? That would have been cool. Luckily I found somebody who loves to do that. Usually I tell her, Hey, let's go somewhere crazy. It's going to be a drive. And uh, I don't, I've never been there before. And she's just like, cool. And she's been like that since day one. So they are out there, but I don't remember them being this, uh, you know, this, this open, on the first date of all things. Uh, let's see if this coffee is gonna get me a trip across the world with a bumble date. All right, now. Going to meet her. All right, I'm pretty much approaching where we're meeting right now. Woo, anxiety. Hello. I love your pink shoes, they're so cool. Thank you, I'm Amar. Nice to meet you. All right, off the bat, I'm actually gonna give him credit for this one. Gotta talk about the pink shoes. Guys, I was never that fashionable, especially going to a military college. We all we all dressed like we were basically either, you know, thugs or Mormons because you go enough time without really getting to pick your own, choose your own clothes. And eventually you, you don't really know what's going on uh, with fashion. And then when I went to Liberty, it was even a little bit more awkward. But let me tell you this. Let me give you this piece of advice from Uncle RJ right here. Dress like yourself. 
don't overdress, but don't underdress. I saw a guy who was on a first date recently. I was grabbing a beer for a couple of my friends and the girl was all made up. Now it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a wing place, you know, beer and wings, which is a casual date, but like, you know, she looked dolled up. He was wearing gym shorts and a hoodie. And it's like, dude, at least put on some pants, at least put on a collared shirt or maybe just a regular shirt. Like you probably just rolled out of bed and went on to that. And this here, you got this chick. She was cute. And she's, she's at least dressing up. She's not like overly dressed, but you know, she's extra pretty. You could tell that she put on some extra makeup today and you're not even trying. So be yourself. I think what he's doing is he's just saying, Hey, you know, I'm not overdressed, but I'm not underdressed, but be yourself. Because if he wore like, you know, a suit or something is kind of weird. If, if let's say he's wore a suit, like that's kind of weird, but like it, it sets up false expectations. And also he has his own taste. I think the pink Nikes right there that he's wearing are freaking nice. Am I saying like, you know, go like tie dye shoes and shit like that? No, but you know, it's a rather casual outfit and the pink shoes are not like in your face pink. They're, they're actually pretty cool. I'll say that I'll give, they're like a salmon teal type of thing. I, I, I dig them. I approve of those pink shoes. So be yourself. Don't underdress, don't overdress, but, uh, you know, be, be respectful, be the type of man that she deserves to see on a first date, especially when you've been, you know, so weird at this point, you, you're putting a camera in her face, but those are just my two cents. This is probably the strangest thing anyone has ever asked you, right? Oh, yes. But well, first, I would like to offer you that. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, so... Let's drink coffee first. Hey. Cheers. He doesn't look. She doesn't <laughs> look crazy. She looks like normal. It is. It is. What's the crazy? She looks like a normal person. On like a date. Yeah. And I, the answer was, what if I ask my date to go on a trip across the world for a first date? <laughs> oh my god. So kind of weird. Just you know, just ticket, just kind of weird. Cheapest ticket is, and just like go for it. And then throughout this time, I'll get to know. Of course, there's no obligation, there's no expectation for anything. This is done in the in the context of friendship, and by no means this is to put any pressure on you. Because if it's a no, then it's simple. We'll just delete this footage. It's, it's all okay. But um, yeah, wow, it's it's getting hot in here. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of glad he gave the little legal explainer there, but I, I am curious, like for something like this, even with it being YouTube, I know enough professional content creators, she should have had to have signed something either when they were talking on Bumble or even right before this off camera, because this is not just that natural. People get sued and people get called out for many things these days. And, you know, for them to go this far with the video, they have to have already probably confirmed at this point that she she's down to do it. So this is why I kind of question the authenticity of these things. Um, you know, I, I wonder, I really do wonder like if this is the, if this was like the first attempt, the first girl and she said yes immediately. I, I don't think those are, uh, those are really great odds in, in terms of what we could actually expect if anyone else were trying to do this. So I'm guessing Tuesday to Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done something this crazy ever in my life. That's I feel like if you're saying yes to this on a first date, you're pretty much into some weird shit. Just, you know, just putting it out there. The whole point. <laughs> I love the attitude. I've been trying to say yes to more things. Here's a perfect opportunity for a college student to just keep the campus life. Yeah, we're going to so. be best friends for sure. All right, so I just got back and the guys just happened to be pulling in at the same time. We're good to go. She said yes. What? Yeah. Said yes to go no. do what? To go like on the trip. No way! And and I told her I'm not gonna tell her where she where we're going, and she still said like sure. Where, 
Was she cool? She was really cool. Wait, it's finally no way did she say yes without knowing where they're going. Come on. When do you leave? It's probably leave on Tuesday, literally after tomorrow. In two days. In two days. As someone who's been in a very similar position before, do you recommend international dates with the Esther? Yes. For sure. You are the best like third wheeler because you're so funny. Aw. That just gives me that boost of confidence. Just going into this knowing that I'll kill it. It's official. I got the passport. I just booked tickets to Iceland. I am actually leaving in 48 hours to an entirely different continent, to a place that I've never been to before with a human being that I've met for a total of 10 minutes. All right. Honestly, like if you're gonna, if you're gonna go somewhere for a first date and it's gonna be another country, do Iceland. You've heard my Iceland episode. Do Iceland. He's like putting on his clothes, getting his bag set in his bro townhouse. God, I'm so glad I don't live with other men. I liked living with dudes when I was like in college and stuff. You get the whole bro feel and stuff, but it gets tired real, real fast. Los Angeles International Airport to meet Cali. I was very stressed this morning and I was always behind the camera for the other experiences when Thomas and Matt were in similar situations and now I understand how nerve wracking it is to just be doing such an intense experience with a complete stranger. I was like really excited. I was like super down to go. I called my friend. She was like, that's super weird. Don't do that. I was like, oh, shoot. And then I called my parents and they were like, go. Really? Yeah, I, I don't believe that part for a flip flop in minute. No way it was her friend. She's probably around her same age. She looks to be, you know, a millennial in her in her mid 20s. Like, oh, yeah, don't go. And then the parents are like, oh, yeah, totally go. You know that I, I don't I don't buy it at all. I mean. Well, the f okay, let's let's assume because I'm still thinking this is rather staged. Let's assume she's like a real person. If she's gone to this point where now she's at the airport with the with the dude that she just met and her parents are saying, oh, yeah, totally go. I could probably see it. The fact that she has responsible friends, though, is is the thing that, you know, when by responsible, I mean, don't go on the trip with a stranger. That that's one of those things where it's like, you know. May, that that seems like that should be a role reversal. The, the whole the roles in that situation just don't seem don't seem right to me. This whole thing doesn't seem right. That's why you know I believe that one she was not totally the first person. I could be wrong. I'm not making claims about it. I'm not here to accuse them. I like the video. I like Yes Theory. I'm a big Yes Theory fan. But this is one of those times where I'm like you know if I'm being honest, I don't really buy that. One, this was the first attempt. Two, she had no clue what was going on. Three, they didn't make her sign some type of paperwork. And four, that people aren't totally cool with this or that. She probably got paid for something, which, hey, ain't no shame in the game if you're a hot lady and you want to get a free trip. I know enough hot mamazitas that want to go ahead and get free meals, free drinks. They go ahead and talk about on the show you've heard it on this show from uh from friends like britney and others hey it got what works for you that's why i'm not against the pretty privilege and you know this 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 girl right here she's not my type she's cute but this whole thing is just just kind of off because come on like he also obviously likes or thinks that she's pretty or else they wouldn't have gone this far even if he's dtf you know down to friend zone but uh yeah no while it's a little bit off, things like that comment where it's like the, the family is totally like for it and the friends are against it. That that to me right there is the phoniest freaking part. But, hey, you know, maybe he's just uh, better at uh, thinking of better first dates than I was.
Yeah. Wow, you've got chill pants. You just got randomly selected? Yeah. Welcome to my life. <laughs> I end up setting something no, up in Iceland, that's actually but I actually genuinely forgot funny. to book where we're going to stay. We're just going to have to do it like on the plane or something. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I'm not scaring you. <laughs> yeah, like a little. I was like going to follow you and I realized very quickly I need to be like, no, we're going this way. Exactly. <laughs> This is her first ever bubble date, so I'm glad that it could be uh, a, cool, a cool experience. Oh, God, they're flying WOW Airlines. They're worse than Air Iceland, mainly because if you listen to the Iceland episode we did a while back, you know that in the middle of a day, as people were literally flying out of Reykjavik Airport, they just completely shut down and left people. But, you know, they probably didn't get bottles of water thrown in their face as they were taking off like I did. But, uh, you know, that that's a... They, they say it's a nine-hour flight. For for me, it was about six hours because I was flying from Dulles International Airport here in Virginia. Uh, like, you know, the first date, you know, doing all the fun stuff that they're obviously going to do is obviously going to be fun. But doing a nine-hour flight with a stranger like this, like, I hope, you, I hope you've got some great conversation. You pack some mouthwash. You don't fart. Uh, you're not demanding. You don't have to get up too often. Like that right there, this seems like the crucible. Hell, I even know some like, you know, long-term relationships or it's like a, uh, you know, a long road trip or moving in, being quarantined together, that type of shit, being being more than, you know, a couple of hours that that could make or break it. So this part, I would have liked to have seen what they uh, what they experienced on there and whether everything was all hunky-dory, we're going on an adventure. Oh, and I, I forgot to mention the link to this episode from Yes Theory is going to be in the show notes. So that way you can go back and watch it in its entirety, uncorrupted, uncommentaried version, if if you if you feel so uh, obligated to after this. Nine hours later, we just landed. We're going to head to the hotel right now, drop off our stuff, and start the adventure. A lot of things planned today. She still has no idea what we're doing. Gosh, they're doing a panoramic shot of First Reykjavik. morning in Iceland. We've got about 48 hours in the country before we have to catch a flight back to LA. So the only plan is to find as many epic adventures as we possibly can to fit into those 48 hours and head back to LA. Let's Man, get started. You could, you could do a lot in Iceland in 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, we're basically going to be going ice cave exploration and snowmobiling over the second biggest glacier in Iceland. Oh, I didn't do this. It's like we're just driving through like a white desert. You on the spot and let you explain to people what's going on as I fly the drone. <laughs> I don't think you can do this. <laughs> can do it. So the tire just popped and we're waiting. <laughs> there are only like two roads in the entire country. Good luck. Oh, this looks fun. This is the glacier. You ready to explore some caves or what? Man, I didn't know about this. I want to go back Why and do this. They're in a freaking ice cave. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like something else. Superman. Oh, they're sticking their they're sticking their tongues on like a pillar of ice, like that dumbass from a Christmas story. All right, day two. We are actually heading to Blue Lagoon right now, which I've seen in a lot of videos and a lot of like. I didn't go to Blue Lagoon because you have to. You have to like reserve that shit like a year in advance. So many people try and do it. I regret not doing that. Oh, I, I went here. We're at the tectonic plates. Geysers. Oh, God, that was so beautiful. 
he's holding her hand. Good job, buddy. All right, this is the part I've been waiting for the entire trip. We're going to get the snorkel between the two tectonic plates of North America, which is right over there. And We're going to do what I, I, I didn't have time to do because of, of timing and freezing. stuff. So we'll be wearing dry suits. Oh, they're going to go snorkel between. Yeah, this looks be, fun. We all look hideous. <laughs> but if this is the last footage found of us, because we just froze to death. I will give him credit for this. I'm not going to say that I was like a Rico Suave or anything. But like, if you're going to do a first date with somebody like go, go do something fun, go do something active. Don't just go to a movie. Don't just get dinner or coffee. Go do something fun. Go do something where you can laugh at each other, share an experience with each other. I mean, if it, if it had been like, maybe he meets a person in Iceland and they didn't have to do a nine hour flight and they didn't randomly meet on Bumble, I'd probably say, oh, this is a little bit more, you know organic and stuff like this but even even that said like they they seem to be having a lot of fun uh he let her hold his camera which is a big big trust move right there and now they're about to actually go snorkel between the two tectonic plates right i walked along the trail for that beautiful sight just uh, absolutely breathtaking uh you know if you're gonna do it guys and gals you know make it make it something actually that you'll, you'll look back and say, well, even if it didn't work out or something, it was still fun. And if a person does something like this and they don't have fun, you don't want to be with that person. You want to be with fun people. Down there? It was a good run. Oh, it's really warm today. Yeah? It's like four degrees, not three. Okay. Clearest water in the world. Man, that's so beautiful. Guys, if you're not making her swoon over you after taking her on a trip like this, ditch her. Alright, we just made it out. Literally one of the most beautiful things I have ever experienced. Just floating with you two continents. I never would have thought that I would step out of the water into the snow like this. <laughs> just walking. <laughs> Just got to the airport, heading back to LA. Literally has been the most adventurous, spontaneous 48 hours I've ever had. I mean, I think it's absolutely crazy and I feel like I would have never said yes, but I'm really, really glad I did. I still think you got paid. <laughs> it's so weird to me that this was the first person I ever met on Bumble. This is the oh, first I believe time I ever that part. met someone, I guess, on the internet. <laughs> and now I'm in Iceland. <laughs> I'm very happy and I'm like proud of you for doing it, so that's for the high five we missed at the beginning of the episode. Now let's do it again. If this whole thing is genuinely authentic, they, they are actually a cute couple. You can see a difference in their body language and everything from when they first met to here because, yeah, it's been 48 hours, but think about it. Like, how often do you really rush between meeting someone and going on an adventure like this? I mean, the nine-hour flight to, to Reykjavik alone is a big thing, but yeah, this this was a cute video. I, I liked it. And, I mean, you know, I'm not saying, guys, go ahead and do the exact same thing. Uh, obviously, you're not Yes Theory. You don't have six million subscribers and a ton of money go ahead and back these trips and sponsors and merch and all that stuff and sponsors and merch and sponsors and merch and merch and sponsors and merch and sponsors. But I, I think the one thing that we, we should focus on is the fact that, you know, if you're putting yourself out there for something, go and do something fun. I think that's the one thing that I, I definitely don't miss about the dating scene why when you find someone, you, you want to keep them really close because you, you want someone who you can go and do fun things with. For me, it was the spontaneous adventure. It's trying new and quirky things. Um, you know, me, me and my girl, we've gone to rallies together to cover them when I was a, you know, when I was a beat journalist, we've gone to, con 
weird conventions. We've gone to concerts. We've done we've done a lot of different things, and it's getting to experience that with somebody. Where I know a lot of people, where when they actually start to go actually do stuff, especially like normal couple things, like go to the grocery store, you get to really see what what makes them tick. And it's like you know, for something like this. If you're going to do it, I know a lot of people are scared. A lot of people are nervous when they go on dates. I still got friends that have never been on a date. They're, I'm not going to call them incels, but they're kind of incels. Uh, give, give me some creepy vibes a little bit there. It's like, guys, you got to get off the laptop and start going into the real world top, if that makes any sense. But, you know, go, go out, be fun. They're going to be as nervous as you are. I think the one thing that a lot of people stress about is, oh, are they going to be as nervous as I am? They're exactly as nervous as you. Um, so, I mean, just go out and have fun. I mean, understand they already said yes. I mean, you've already done the hardest part. Now you just got to spend time and do something enjoyable. There are worse things in the world, but anyway, just my thoughts. This was an easy episode. I like this episode. Whenever anyone goes to Iceland, I, I immediately am captivated by, I'd like to go back for another week or so eventually, especially go see that ice cave. That looked freaking awesome. Not a big snorkeler. I don't know if I'd want to go and snorkel between the tectonic plates. I like seeing them from above the water, but, uh, but yeah, no crazy world. Still lots of things to look forward to. Yeah, this was done in the the before times. But like, you know, I still go on trips. I still go do things. I keep telling people, like, go out, live your life. Like, this thing's not going to kill you. It didn't kill me. And I got COVID pneumonia and I was kind of worried for a minute, uh, you know, but, you know. Just, just how things are. Anyway, you like these videos, let me know on Twitter at HeyRemso, H-E-Y-R-E-M-S-O. Let me know if you want more reactions like this. If you have a video you want me to react to, go ahead and include the link. That'll be fun. That makes it easier for me not to have to make and figure shit up. But uh, as always, be good. Take care, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Like the Chris Spangle Show, Liberty Explained, The Brian Nichols Show, The Boss Hog of Liberty, Freedom Strips with Keaton Tucker, On the Run with Rimzo Martinez, Gingerarchy with Trisha Stewart Mann, Upward Libertarian Activism, and now hear this. Tune in now and we're going to help you sound smarter when talking with your friends.